You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 80. And today, ladies, we are getting into how to have a healthy fall because we're coming into the holiday season. Next week is Thanksgiving. And then the next month is a blur into Christmas and New Year's. So I wanted to hit the mic and just kind of talk to you about some things that you can change up during the fall season to make it healthier for you as we move into colder weather. We've got this daylight savings time changes. It's getting darker earlier, how to change up your self-care routine and how to incorporate new exercise and do different things a little bit differently during the fall. So grab your glass of wine if you're at home, grab your iced tea if you're driving, keep your hands on the wheel and come on and sit back and enjoy this episode. And then let me know how you like it. Hop on over to Instagram, leave me a DM, take a screenshot of the episode, put it on your stories, tag us at Well Woman Network, and then we can tag you back and put you in there to let you know that you're listening. Or come on over to Well Woman Network 360 and Facebook and join our group. We've got a lot of great things coming up. So with no further ado, let's dive into having a healthy fall season. All right? Well, women, it's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint, have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options, and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all-out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. Well, hey there, ladies, and again, welcome back. I'm always stoked to get behind the mic and talk to you about another fun episode. And you know what the next couple months hold, don't you? Those are our holiday season. So I thought I'm going to bring you some holiday themed stuff over the next couple podcast episodes. And next week, probably not going to have a podcast just because it's Thanksgiving. I'm going to take the week off. So I think this will be the last one for November. And then we'll pick back up in December. And I've got a couple great guests scheduled for you in December. So Today, I want to talk to you about having a healthy autumn or fall, okay? Because I think it's really important. So here's what I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you, number one, eating right in the fall. Then I want to go into maintaining your weight loss goals during the fall. And you know, I don't talk about weight loss in terms of dieting. You know, that's not my thing. Then I want to go into customizing your fitness routine then talking about preventing fall illnesses because we're moving into the flu season. Then I want to talk to you about practicing self-care in the fall. Then I want to go into how to get better sleep this fall or this autumn. And then lastly, I want to talk about reducing stress all season long. So sounds good? Great. Okay. So let's dive in and get started because you know, ladies, 
Autumn or fall, if you prefer, is the time of year when many people are settling into new daily routines, right? Um, you might have kids that have that went back to school a couple of months ago. You might be, if you live in the, <laughs> Lordy, today is getting cold, it's getting ready to rain tonight, but it's been hot here in Southern Cal. So maybe you are in a state <clears throat> where the weather is cooler and you are starting to change your wardrobe for cooler temperatures. And you feel like after summer, you know, you get a fresh new start. That's how I like it. I'm a winter person. I love the cooler weather. I love the seasons changing. I like to see the um, the leaves change. I like it when it rains. Not that I want to be in it, but I like it when it rains. I'm not a hot weather person. And I prefer winter clothes over summer clothes, but that's just me. So I always look at, you know, at fall as a great time as a fresh new start. So it's just kind of like a lot of people look at, you know, January, the beginning of a new year as a fresh new start. I look at the different seasons in that way. It helps me get focused and to feel more mentally um, clear. So this also happens to be a great time of year to focus more on your physical and mental health, okay? Because summer tends to be very chaotic, you know, for many of us. Um, So so when summer is over and fall arrives, you just kind of feel like you can relax and settle into a new routine. Now, however, you know, Thanksgiving isn't so rushed, but then when we move right out of Thanksgiving, we're pushed right into Christmas and into New Year's, and it just seems like December is a blur for most of us, okay? So I wanted to talk to you today, get behind the mic, like I said, to talk to you about becoming a healthier person physically, mentally, and emotionally during this time of year. Um, So I want you to learn how that you can change up your nutrition, you know, how you can incorporate physical activity differently. Um, I want to talk to you again about preventing common fall illnesses, and we're going to go into all the other stuff that I talked about too. So I think you're going to enjoy this episode. So sit tight and let's dive on in. So here's the thing, ladies, when you think of ways to get healthier, you probably first thing that comes to your mind for most women that I know, they think of dieting, okay? And for most people, they are looking at dieting in the sense of losing weight. I do not look at the word diet in the sense of losing weight. I look at and I interchange the word diet with nutrition because to me, your diet is what you're eating. It's not about dieting to lose weight. It's about incorporating whole healthy foods and eating healthy all the time. So this is normal since food is such an integral part of life. And especially again, like I said, you know, as we get into the holidays, food becomes even more so. Not to mention that food is very important for your health. Okay. It truly, truly is. And I hope that you're getting that by now after I've been talking to you for so many months now. Many conditions can be improved by just switching up what you eat. Not to mention getting in enough vitamins and minerals and the healthy weight implications that all that can occur. So I truly believe that when you are eating a healthy diet, a healthy nutritional plan that's low in refined carbs, that gets enough fruits and vegetables. If you're a meat eater, you're eating, you know, lean meats, you're drinking your good amount of water, all those things. I believe that if you are trying to lose weight and if you are trying to balance your hormones, that it will happen. It's just naturally going to happen because when you start eating a cleaner diet, you're just eliminating a lot of the junk stuff. So you're naturally going to lose weight. So if you're looking to become healthier this fall, I want to give you some tips to follow when it comes to changing or improving what what you are eating during this time of the year. The first thing that you can do when you want to eat healthier in the fall is to choose more seasonal foods. 
This not only includes superfoods, and I'm going to talk about those, but other fruits and vegetables, sweets and comfort foods. So here's some idea. When you are thinking about comfort foods, I want you to start with considering having some comfort foods this autumn, but put a healthy spin on them. You know, like I said, as long as you are cooking them and you know what's going in them, then by all means, you can have them. Just because your favorite comfort foods are filled with ingredients like butter, cheese, and meat doesn't mean that it needs to be bad for you. There are many comfort foods, ladies, and you know that I've talked about this before, that you can make a little healthier by using some substitution, reducing the amount of cheese, and bulking it up with more vegetables. Okay? So here's an example. I love this one. And one of my uh, one of my um, patients gave this to me. She said she loves macaroni and cheese. And she said what she does is how she makes it in the fall. She says, I just add broccoli to it. This not only gives you a full serving of vegetables, but you'll end up eating a little less of the pasta and the cheese because you've got the broccoli. So she just chops it up. You can also use instead of just regular, you know, um, what is it? Regular noodles. You can get, um, there's lentil noodles now. There is, um, there's gluten-free noodles. Although the gluten-free ones, you got to be careful about too. Again, ladies, you have to be careful too, because sometimes even when you look for substitutes, they can be high in carbs and stuff too. Pasta, I don't care what kind of pasta you eat, whether it's um, vegetarian pasta or it's regular pasta, it just has a lot of, it has a lot of carbs to it. But when you get like lentil pasta, the advantage that you get is that the lentil pasta has a lot of protein. So you're getting protein along with those carbs, not just like with regular pasta where all you're getting is just the carbs. So that's a healthy substitute that you can think about too. Or for me, <clears throat> I make zucchini spaghetti all the time. It's one of my favorite go-tos and I eliminate the pasta altogether. Okay, here's another one. If you love chicken pot pie, try making the chicken pot pie without a crust on the top. Okay, because if you don't have the crust on the top, you're going to have less carbs, but you can still have all the flavor, the protein, and vegetables that you love in the dish and just keep the bottom part of the crust. So ladies, you can see there are many ways to adjust what you eat just slightly to be healthier and more filling during the fall and autumn season. You just have to be a little bit creative. Okay. So now let's talk about some alternatives to sweets. When we're going to talk about how to get healthier versions of our favorite baked goods for the fall season, first, I want you to consider whether or not there is an alternative to your favorite fall treat. Okay. If you're a chocolate person, then I just want you to switch to a darker chocolate. Doesn't mean that you can't have chocolate, but just darker as it has more of the antioxidants from the cacao, but it has less sugar. Now, again, everything in moderation, ladies, moderation is the key. When you have a sweet craving, go for fresh fruit first before having something filled with sugar and refined carbs. It just might be enough to curb that craving. So, you know, pick up an apple, you know, or what you can do is you can make bacon apple and have, you know, that tastes just like apple pie to me. Um, and if you want, if you need to have a little bit of ice cream or you're one of those kind of people, then you can have just a little teeny half a scoop of ice cream with it too. So it's just ways of being more creative and just cutting down on a lot of the unnecessary carbs that we tend to pile on more during the fall and autumn season, because when it's cooler weather, we're having more of those, you know, heartier dishes, not like in the summer, you know, when we had more salads and those were just filling. In the winter, we get cold. A lot of you live in the snow area. So it's like, you know, it stews every night. It's, you know, it's heavy laden things. So you got to look at how you can make those things a little help, a little healthier. So next, I want you to include superfoods um, because they have a higher than normal nutrient amount. 
and they have a lot of vitamin and minerals in them, more than just your regular fruit. Okay, this often this office includes fruits and vegetables, especially when you're looking for a more in-season produce for the fall. So, some of those superfoods that I want you to start incorporating in fall, if you haven't done it in the summer, is apples. Okay, who doesn't love to eat apples in the fall? This is definitely one of the most popular foods during this time of year, and it is a superfood. Apples are loaded with nutrients, including antioxidants, vitamin C, and they have a kick ton of fiber. Notice why I said a kick ton of fiber? That's right. So if you need fiber, if you're constipated, apples can help you go. They're sweet enough to be used in green smoothies, so they don't taste like kale or spinach. And I want you adding those into your, into your smoothies as well, ladies. And they can be used to create healthier desserts. For the most nutrients, eat the skins on your apples and don't peel them because a lot of the nutrients are in the skins. Next, I want you to think about eating pears. The next fall superfood is that you can enjoy these along with apples or on their own as a healthy snack. Pears are also great when combined with more savory dishes. You're also getting a good amount of fiber from pears along with copper and vitamin C. For something a little different, try baking pears as a treat, okay? Next, cauliflower. So I wanna move on to this vegetable because cauliflower is awesome. And the great thing about this vegetable is that it is low in fat and calories, but it's also in, but it's also low in sugar and carbs. Just about every nutrition program out there or diet allows you to eat cauliflower, including the keto, the paleo, and other low-carb diets, even though you know I am not fond of any of those. You can also use cauliflower when looking to replace starchy carbs like rice or potatoes. I love cauliflower rice, and you can buy it already chopped up and everything over at Costco or any of the big box stores that you go to, or you can use it like potatoes. Plus, you get nutrients like vitamin C, potassium, B6, folate, fiber, and magnesium. And we all need magnesium for our brains. We need B6 for our thyroids. We need vitamin C to help out. We need potassium for our, for our, um, for our muscles. All these things are great. Now, the next one has never been a real big favorite of mine, but I am learning to indulge in it a little bit more, and that's Brussels sprouts. So the thing of it is, is ladies, don't count them out before you try them. I've never really liked them, but I've learned that if I can half them, sprinkle some olive oil over them, a little sea salt, and put them in the oven and bake them, I can tolerate them. I'm not the biggest fan of them, but I can. Um, you get lots of nutrients from um, Brussels sprouts, iron, folate, vitamin K, magnesium, potassium, B6, and so much more. So in those little tiny round things, did you hear what I just said? You can get iron, folate, vitamins, vitamin K, magnesium, potassium, B6, and so much more. So that gives you a lot of punch for those little things. Next is squash. And we're actually having squash tonight for dinner. We're having um, butternut squash halves. My husband makes it. We put we fill it with quinoa. I use a little bit of my vegan ground beef and it tastes delicious. Okay, so this is an in-season vegetable, especially in the fall, okay? And this is considered a superfood, ladies, largely due to the fact that it has a lot of omega-3 fatty acids and it has vitamin A in it. Squash can be enjoyed alone or as a side dish. It, you can make it into soup with pumpkin and spices like ginger and cinnamon, or you can use it in a casserole with your favorite meats and veggies, like what we're doing tonight for dinner. Awesome. Tastes delicious. Next thing, okay, this is a seasonal favorite and you can find it in everything and that's pumpkin. And we've actually made two huge batches of pumpkin soup um, over the last couple, a couple of weeks because my son and his girlfriend 
got like, I think I, what, 20 pumpkins that they got and they came over and they did a pumpkin patch in our backyard for um, his girlfriend's kids. And we had a ton of them left over. So we decided we're just going to do something with them. Okay. So you can make pumpkin soup. You can roast the pumpkins with other vegetables. You can even make pumpkin pudding, you know, and pumpkin is loaded with a lot of B vitamins. It has potassium. And of course it has fiber that you need for a healthy digestive system. So the last one that I want to talk to you about is also kind of in that family when you think about those type of things is sweet potato. And sweet potatoes are my go-to thing. I love sweet potatoes. I just, I do not eat white potatoes hardly at all anymore. And sweet potato is is a wonderful alternative to white potatoes. It is um, low on the, it has does not hit your body with the same glycemic index as does the white potato. And it contains more fiber and other vitamins and minerals. Okay. So these, like I said, are not as starchy as white potatoes. So they're generally better for you all around. And my trainer approves. So I love that. So one of the main downfalls of the fall season is that it tends to be when you increase all those yummy treats, right? Because we're moving into Thanksgiving and there's pumpkin pie, and then you move into Christmas and there's all that other stuff. But just because you're trying to be healthier and possibly working on, you know, trimming some excess weight doesn't mean that you can't enjoy all of those favorite fall flavors, okay? So here are some ideas for turning your fall favorites into healthier versions. So take some apples and make some apple chips. Make some gluten-free pumpkin bread. Make some apple butter, and then you can spread it on your low-carb bread. So these are all things, ladies, that I just want you to start thinking outside of the box, how you can take some of the things that you actually like and turn them into really great snacks and other things to make it even healthier. So when it comes to baking this fall season, and which I don't know if you're going to be doing a lot of it, but we tend to be doing a lot of it over here. I want to give you a few simple tips that you can do for substitutions. Okay. So number one, you can use less buttercream or frosting. The great thing about frosting a cake or cupcakes is that you have full control, ladies, over how much of that stuff you put on the top. So instead of putting on a thick layer, especially buttercream that tends to go on thick, try to keep it as thin as possible. You can cut back on the calories and sugar quite a bit just by using a thinner layer. And for me, I just don't use frosting at all anymore. And my kids know that too. And my grandbaby, she's going to know that when she gets older too. The cupcake is sweet enough. You don't need to load it with more sugar on top. But if you do, then just cut it in half. So replace butter with a healthier option. Many recipes, ladies, call for baked goods, call for butter. But that doesn't mean that you have to use your full fat butter. You can reduce the fat and cholesterol by instead using heart healthy oil like olive oil. I use that in a lot of my recipes. You can also use nut butter or ground flax seeds instead. Okay, so try to find a healthier oil substitution other than butter. Next, I want you to use high quality ingredients, okay? So, you know, if you're trying to be healthier and you wanna be healthier, then you need to eat healthier and you need to have cleaner ingredients. So the better baked goods that you have and you want them to taste better, use the real thing. So use real vanilla instead of vanilla extract if you can help it. Or if you're gonna use vanilla extract, use the real vanilla extract, not the imitation. You can go add honey. So when you're doing honey, buy it, from a local source in your in your community. Maybe somebody has, you know, at the farmer's market, you can get some honey because it is so much better for you than if you just go and get it from, you know, the stuff that's in the store because that stuff sometimes is just filled with sugar. And the next thing is, you know that we've done a podcast on <clears throat> the hazards of too much sugar. So I want you to try to cut back on it. Okay, whether you use less sugar or sweetener alternative, 
this is really quite, is it really a quite way, is a really quick way to kind of, you know, get some of that um, carbs and stuff out of your diet is by watching your sugar. Go to, you know, Manuka or use um, Stevia. Try using those type of things or half and half if you're baking or simply this. Okay. Now, a lot of those like chocolate chip cookie recipes, first of all, you've got the chocolate chips and they are sweet on themselves. Then it's like, okay, two cups of regular sugar, one cup of brown sugar. Who needs all of that in a cookie? You know, so for me, if it says two cups of sugar in anything, I definitely do not put two cups of sugar. I will maybe put a half a cup of sugar or if that much. And I don't do two cups of regular sugar and then one cup of brown sugar. It's just, it's too sweet. You don't need it that sweet. And especially if you use, like I said, you know, chocolate chips, or if you're putting in um, cranberries or any of that other stuff that's naturally sweet on its own, it's going to give the dessert natural sweetness without having to add extra sugar. So think about that too, okay? Oh, there goes my dogs being crazy like they are. So this is live. So we're just going to keep on going because they see somebody outside. So here's the thing. Whether you're already working on watching what you eat, watching your weight, or you want to start watching your weight, this time of year has its own set of challenges, right? Because we just said that we are moving into what? Thanksgiving. And we're moving into Christmas. So while losing weight during any time of the year could be difficult, the fall has a lot of holidays that promote sugar-laden treats and less exercise because we just tend to sit in the couch or visiting family more, we're traveling. So I want you to know that that doesn't mean that you can't do it. In fact, fall is a wonderful time of year for you to start to work on, you know, losing some weight if that's what you want or maintaining your weight so that you can carry that on into 2020. God, can you believe that 2020? We're starting a new decade. That's so crazy, but I think it's kind of cool. All right. So here's some things that you can do either to maintain them or add to your weight loss goals during the fall season. Find outdoor activities. You know, outdoor activities are, are great. And especially now that it's not so hot, you can get out and walk. You can run. You can bike ride. You can take your dogs out. It's not that hot. So you don't have to be stuck necessarily in a gym if you don't want to be. So get outside. Play some basketball with your kids. Play some tennis. You know, do some volleyball. Any of those type of things. Because when you exercise outdoors, you're going to get more vitamin D because you're getting some sun, Right? You are going to be breathing in a lot of, well, hopefully fresh air, even though we have some pollution going on, okay? And when you're outside, it encourages you to exercise more. Why? Because you're changing up things and you're not getting bored with your same workout at the gym or your you know, home workouts that you pop on the video for or whatever. You're changing it up and you're going to different places to do it. So some outside exercise ideas. Like I said, go on a hike or a scenic walk with your family. You know, involve your dogs or your grandkids, okay? Now, next week is Thanksgiving, and I know a lot of places like around here, they're having turkey trots. Get involved in one. If you don't bike, try biking this fall. It's great. Try different things during the fall when it's not so hot outside, you know? It's a great time to get out and to go to fairs, go to pumpkin patches, go to Christmas tree lightings and all those things where you can just get outside and enjoy. Like today, I walked around our neighborhood like for like an hour, not only just to get my steps in, because when I go outside and I start walking around, it helps me think. And I'm thinking about the new program that's coming out in, you know, in February, March, our hormone program that I'm putting together, trying to put all the pieces together in my mind. It helps me just to get grounded and to get back to where I need to go. And there's a lot of 
crafts that you can do in the fall because again, it's not hot and you don't feel like so energy drained. Okay. So I want you to gear up for the holiday season, get some of those new exercises going, try eating some of those superfoods and all that other kind of stuff like that. So now let's move into customizing your fitness routine. Now that you know a little bit more about eating healthy and how to maintain or to try to start to lose some weight for the fall season, let's tie, it's time to talk about a fitness regimen, okay? So like I said in the previous, just a little while ago, that there are some struggles when it comes to being more active in the autumn or fall, whether the weather is cooler and you tend to spend more time indoors or if it's too cold for you, whether it snows and you just can't get outside, there are some great exercises that you can do during this time of year, both indoors and outdoors, okay? Don't forget that exercise is not just for weight loss or maintaining your physique. It is also important for your cardiovascular health. It's important for your bones. It's important for your muscles. It's important for virtually every part of your body, ladies, okay? So again, start with your favorite exercise. The easiest way to start exercising in the fall is to stick with an activity that you already enjoy. And we've talked about this before. Do something that you enjoy because if you enjoy it, it's not going to be like work. I was talking to my trainer the other night and he said, you know, I want you, I want people to feel like exercise is such a part of their life that if they missed a gym night, they go, oh, dang, I'm not feeling good tonight. And you think, why? Oh, because I didn't go work out. That's his thing. And I just, I love that. Okay. Find something new. Like I said, Get out of your comfort zone. It's not hot outside, so you can go try doing different things. Try kickboxing. Go take a cycle class at a local cycling place. I'm going to try kickboxing. This new gym that I'm checking out has kickboxing there, so it looks fun. I want to do that too. Try different aerobics. If you've been in the same class for the last six months, try taking a different class at the gym. You know, change things up. The body needs... Um, it needs to it needs to get muscle confusion. So it needs to not always be doing the same thing because once you do the same thing all the time for forever, your body starts to get accustomed to it and you're not going to lose weight. You're going to plateau. Go take a, go take some yoga, find a Pilates studio. You know, um, if you're not used to doing the treadmill or elliptical, start doing that. Take up a dance class if you haven't, if you that's something that interests you. There's all kinds of different things that you can do and you don't need a lot of fancy equipment to do it. You can download apps or go on, you go on YouTube, go on Instagram, all that kind of stuff. Okay. So next I want to move into preventing fall illnesses. The fall season is a favorite time of year for many people because of the milder temperatures and because of the seasonal changes like we mentioned. But this time also brings a variety of common illnesses such as the flu. Now, if you believe in the flu shot, then this is the time of year to go and get it, okay? Because a change in temperature increases your likelihood of being infected with viruses or flare-ups of certain conditions like asthma if you have asthma, emphysema, or COPD. But if you've been following Michelle and you know that she teaches us to ramp up our immune system all year long, you won't have such a hard time for this cold season. Okay. And the cold weather for a lot of people can weaken your immune system. So there's no foolproof way of avoiding viral infections or or controlling certain disorders, but precautions can be taken to decrease your risk, ladies, and strengthen your immune system. Okay. So the fall season is one of the peak times for flu infection. This is probably the probability of coming down with the flu is much greater during the months of September through April. The colder temperatures drive most people indoors where they're in closer contact with others. The virus is more easily transmitted under these conditions and can be deadly for the very young or old and people who have compromised immune systems. So some of the symptoms of the flu 
that we've talked about, or if you haven't got my guide, include achy muscles, a high fever, chills, headache, coughing, sore throat, nasal congestion, sweating, fatigue, and weakness. The flu shot is a preventative measure for those of you who believe in it to lessen the occurrence of infection. But just because you get the flu shot, ladies, does not mean that you will not get the flu. Know that. You can get a cold at any time of the year, but it's more common during colder months when you're indoors sharing the same space with other people, just like with the flu. Viruses that bring about the common cold are more easily spread and contracted in colder and drier air. In addition, the fall season is the start of decreasing temperatures that causes weakened immune system. Children, again, are especially susceptible to colds during this time of year because of their close proximity to other kids in the school or daycare centers. Cold cold and germs can live on many surfaces and children touch just about everything that they come in contact with and put it in their mouth, their nose, or many other orifices. Okay. Also, the fall brings a change in weather and that can activate or make a lot of people's allergies worse. Okay. Just because the temperature changes, the, um, it's cooler outside in some areas, it's drier. So if you're, if you have allergies, they can become worse. All right. Other things that you can happen, some people have seasonal affective disorder. This means that when they get the winter blues, when the time change, because now here in Southern Cal at five o'clock, it's dark. So, you know, if that's you and that happens and you start noticing that, then you just need to put on some lights and do other light therapy to help yourself with that. Okay. And if you have other things, like if you have fibromyalgia or you have Raynaud's syndromes, it just means that you need to bundle up and you need to be warmer and get your body warmer and not be cold. So those are a lot of things that you can do there too. Okay. So how can you minimize the risk of catching colds or flus? Number one, washing your hands often is probably the easiest way. Okay. That's the best thing that you can do to lessen occurrences of viral illnesses, especially after direct contact, like shaking hands. Bacteria and viruses are everywhere. And much of the time um, that we spend indoors during the months of this season, it is higher likely that you're going to catch them. Okay. So wash your hands, wash the, your surfaces of your telephones, your mouse, your, um, your, your, eye, your pad, your keypad, all those type of things. If you're at work and you share them with other people or other people come in contact with them. Okay. Stock up on vitamin C, eat a good balanced nutrition plan. Like we just talked about exercise, get plenty of sleep and dress appropriately for the weather are things that you can do to help yourself to boost your immune system, but take a good multivitamin, take a whole food supplement, eat well, but number one, get plenty of sleep too, especially during this time. Okay. Next, I want to talk to you a little bit about, like I said, practicing self-care in the fall. Okay. So this is where I want you to start taking care of your emotional and mental health. Okay. This brings up discussing the importance of self-care because you know that I'm a big self-care proponent. You probably know a little bit about self-care, including the fact that it helps you to take better care of yourself and focus on what your own needs are. If you feel that you're falling behind on self-care, then you can maybe ramp it up in the fall. And here are some things that you can do. Okay. Self-care in the fall is all about doing more things for yourself and making sure to plan for time alone. This is when you do activities, whether hobbies or relaxation activities are all for you. There are a wide range of activities, ladies, that fall into the fall and other times of the year, but for this season, there's some that you can start with. Okay. Number one, take a hot bubble bath. If you're a bath person, I am, but I know that there's a lot of people who are shower people and that's fine, but you know what you can do? You can get shower steamers. And my girlfriend, Kimberly, just put out this great box. It's called Sow, Reap, and Harvest. And I'm going to put information because it's a, it's a 
every other month box curation that she's doing. And she sent us all shower steamers. So you put in the shower, you put the little ball in there and it steams up the shower to smell of essential oils. So if you don't like taking a bath with essential oils and Epsom salt, then you can take a shower with a steamer. You can use a journal. And sometimes people like to journal a lot more in the fall because again, we're in that, you know, cozy comfort mood. We're in the house, we're sitting next to fireplaces, and it just seems to be a better time for a lot of people to journal or to start being more creative. Try taking a creative activity, something different, painting or go skiing or do something different, you know, that you haven't done before that you would like to do during this time of the year. Again, spend more time outdoors. Fall is a great time to start meditating because again, it's cooler weather. People don't feel as hot and it just seems to be a time when people tend to settle down just a little bit more. Okay. So those are some great things for self-care and you might have to change up your fall and when your fall and summer self-care routines, you know, you might have to hydrate, use more hydrating masks on your skin, use more body lotion, add more, you know, essential oils to your bath, use coconut oil. I add it to my bath to soften up my skin. You know, your hair needs extra tension sometimes during the winter, just like during the summer, it gets dry, but it needs different things, especially if you're out in the cold and the cold and being exposed to that all the time. Okay. So adjusting your daily routines with these self-care activities in mind, ladies, you can think of ways to adjust your daily routine. You know, whether you sleep in a little bit more or you sleep in on Sundays, have a different routine, change things up. It's good to change them up from fall to winter, to spring, to summer, all those different things. Keeps it creative, keeps the mind going. Okay. Next, I want to talk to you about how to get a better night's sleep. Okay. So as the fall season arrives, readjusting your schedule and learning to embrace the darkness sooner in the evening is essential. And I hate time change. I am not a proponent for it. I hate that it gets dark at five o'clock, but it is what it is. So in order to ensure you maximize your sleep each night, I want to give you a few tips and life hacks to help you keep on the right track. Okay. So reduce and eliminate stress triggers. Stress, as you know, I've talked about this so much on the podcast that you just have to reduce stress. It has the ability to keep you up at night, overthinking the day's task and making plans for the following morning. Reducing and eliminating stress triggers is a must when you want to guarantee a better night's sleep. Okay. So consider the root cause of stress. Journal before you go to bed, get all that stuff out, read a good book, fun, something nice and light before you go to bed. Don't watch the news. Don't watch, you know, things that are gory or, you know, like scary, any of those type of things like that, because it can keep you up during the night. Okay. Change your nighttime routine to adjust to fall weather and daylight savings time. As the day is cut shorter, adjust your bedtime and the time you typically wind down to accommodate for outdoor changes. You know, get home earlier in time in the evening to allow yourself more time to wind down while getting ready for dinner, watching shows or going to sleep. Okay. Changing your diet for the cooler season during the fall and winter months. It is not uncommon to begin eating more full centric foods, such as soups and warm casseroles, just like I talked about earlier. Learn more about, about fall fruits and vegetables and shop accordingly to save money while providing yourself and your household with proper vitamins, minerals, and other nutrients found in these fresh foods. And again, you know, if you're going to eat heavier, heartier stuff, just eat it early and give your body enough time to digest that stuff before you are going to go to sleep. Increase daily exercise, same as in the summertime. Exercise is going to help boost those endorphins and it's going to actually help you to sleep better, okay? So last but not least, I want to talk about reducing stress all season long. 
because during the fall, you might begin to feel some stress from the upcoming holiday season. This is also the time of year when students return home from school and families become busier with weekend activities such as football games, soccer games, all those fun things. The anxiety from preparing for the holiday season can become overwhelming for a lot of us unless you understand how to handle all the activities in a timely manner. So here's what I want you to do some tips. Make your plans in advance. When you have a busy lifestyle, it's important to make plans for the holidays by using a calendar so that you can schedule everything and don't overbook yourself. Okay. Two, reduce your expectations about the holidays. It's important to remain realistic about the holiday season because most individuals don't have the types of lives that are depicted in Instagram, Facebook, and the movies. You don't need to have a picture-perfect home with decorations that are located on the interior interior and exterior of your home, all the lights all over the place. In addition, you don't need to bake an assortment of cookies and pies from scratch because you can't buy because you can't buy them at the local supermarket. Focus on making this time of year, family time, holiday memories, and don't expect to have everything looking like a magazine cover, okay? Don't put the pressure on you and don't spend more money than what you have. That's another great thing because that leads a lot of stress in 2020. Arrange a lot of downtime. If you're too busy during the holiday season with parties and shopping, then you're likely to develop anxiety from lack of sleep and eating improperly because you're out all the time and just grabbing munchies. Anxiety can lead to physical problems for your body as your immune system is depleted. Make sure to arrange a lot of time for downtime by taking time to relax at home with your favorite hobby or by visiting a day spa for a massage. Great time. And great thing I take that lesson from my friend Celeste because she goes there quite often. Okay. And you should maintain a regular sleep schedule to have at least seven hours of rest each night. And I've been really trying to do that and I'm getting a lot better at it. And like I just said, avoid credit cards for shopping and avoid overspending because if you overspend now and you get hit with all those bills in 2020, you are not going to be a happy person. So basically ladies, you know, as we ease into the fall and winter months, there are certain things that you do need to change up and need to adjust to. Okay. The colder weather, ramping your immune system up more, eating differently, definitely going to sleep a lot differently as the cooler weather is coming. So I hope that you found some of the tips today that we've talked about in here helpful. I hope that you can use some of them, you know, use some of the substitutes for baking, you know, use some of those self-care things to add more self-care to your routine and change up your morning and your nighttime routine for the fall to reflect that. So thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, come on and slide over to um, to Instagram and leave me a DM. Let me know what you're up to. I'd also really love to start taking some polls and seeing what you guys would really love to listen to for um, 2020. Okay. What kind of topics do you want me to bring to the podcast? Do you want to hear more business type of stuff and how to have combined health and your business? Do you want to have specific type of health um, issues that you want us to tackle on a broader scale? Um, different things like that. You want us to talk a little bit more about, you know, a healthy nutrition, how to maintain weight. We are going to be talking a lot about hormones again and bringing it back up in January and February because we're going to be launching our program, getting back to harmonious balance in March. So it's going to be great. So I'm going to be doing a lot of that. Going to be bringing some guests on to the show um, next in two weeks. I'm bringing a, a gal on who's a registered um, dietitian and we're going to be talking about food and eating disorders and some great stuff like that. Got another um, great lady coming on who's going to talk to us about, um, she made a product um, from boric acid on how to um, get rid of bacteria vaginosis. So that's going to be a really good topic. So I think we're going to have a lot of good stuff for coming for 2020. 
So again, ladies, next week is Thanksgiving. I wish you from my family to yours a very happy, healthy Thanksgiving. I hope you spend a lot of great time with your family. You have a lot of good memories around the dinner table, breaking bread. Um, Be safe on your travels if you're traveling. Be safe with your family. And I hope that you have a good one. Thank you so much for listening. I know that you have a lot of other choices. So come on over and hit us up over on Instagram at Well Woman Network. We would love for you to follow us and tell your friends about us. We're going to be really ramping up our Instagram um, feed and stories and everything moving into 2020. Come join us over on Facebook at Well Woman Network 360 as our closed group. We're going to be doing a lot of different things. We're really refabbing that, hiring a content manager this year who's going to relook at a lot of the stuff that we're doing. Or just, you know, come on over to the website at wellwomannetwork.com at the bottom of any page, sign up and become one of our VIP newsletters to receive great weekly tips and all kinds of stuff about the podcast. And we're going to do surveys. We want to bring you in 2020, all the things you want to get from us. So if there's things that you want, products that you'd like to see us bring, if there's products that you'd like for us to create for you, um, if there's guests that you would like to hear from the show, because a lot of you, you're out there, you know, a lot of great people. So if you would like to hear any of those on the podcast, please let me know. I'm open for all kinds of suggestions. So again, we won't be back. We won't be here next week because of Thanksgiving, but we'll be here the week after. So until then, ladies, may God richly bless you and bye for now. The information, including but not limited to text, graphics, images, and other material contained in the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle podcast is for educational purposes only. The purpose of the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle is to promote broad consumer understanding and knowledge of various women's health topics. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment before undertaking any new health care regime. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have read or heard on one of our podcasts. 